previously on the post-draft episode of Zero Doinks. So excited about the bears. Uh, slippery hands slide off of his target. So, Ted Phillips oil alert, am I right? With those slippery hands and toes. Oh boy. What was I wearing? Not much. Where were my fingers? On the remote. Dan, I am here to report that I did not eat a turkey leg. You motherfucker. You let me down, you son of a bitch. My comp for you, Dan, is Mary, Jesus' lover. Is that her name? Or is that her? Is that Jesus' mom? Was Was that the mom of Jesus? Jesus didn't have a mom. Oh, well, yeah, she did. Mary Maglid... Maglidorian. <laughs> just just Grimace is there. Just standing in the corner. Going. Boing, 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 boing. Is that what Grimace does? I don't even know. Does Grimace talk? Happy birthday, America. In July. Happy birthday... <laughs> This episode of Zero Doinks, the schedule is out. Whoa, look at that. Can you find a loss on the Bears' schedule? It's really hard at first blush, but Dan and Bill are going to talk all about it and make their red-hot predictions as well as take a look at the NFC North, how they compare. 17, though? Why not? Plus, we will debut a new segment that is pretty much all about Justin Fields. We love you, Justin Fields. You have risen, plus much, much more, including hams of bread. Yeah, we've got some gambling talk. Is Rick Fieldsman in town? Who knows? Coming up, Third Eyes. Boing, 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 boing. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. This is a zero dikes. Welcome to another episode. This is the NFL schedule episode. Is that what we call it, Dan? Yep. Who cares about the NFL though? It's all about the Bears. How are you tonight, Dan? I'm feeling good, buddy. This is two, three weeks in a row. I don't know how many weeks in a row we've done this. Just two, right? Three? Yeah. No, three. We did. F- I don't. Who? F- who fucking cares? Uh, I'm doing great, buddy. Thanks for asking. Uh, do you think this episode will be four hours long? I think that we'll be able to keep it significantly shorter. That's what she said. and I, But I still think it's going to be great, you know, because great things come in small packages, Dan. That's what she said. Okay, uh, great. I love it. Let's do it. Bears schedule released. I also released when I saw the schedule. Oh, I bet you did, Dan. But first, we're going to debut... A brand new segment dedicated to His Holiness, Justin Fields. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening. We love you. Zero dikes. I hope you're alive, Rick. 
The last thing you want to hear when you need your auto insurance most is... Thank you for calling. Please listen to your list of 46 possible service options. Which is why when you choose USAA Auto Insurance, you'll get great service that is easy and reliable. 24-7 online service for claims, access to roadside assistance, and more. All at the touch of a button. Start getting the service you deserve. Get a quote today. Ability to receive a quote depends on membership eligibility. Membership eligibility and product restrictions apply and are subject to change. USAA means United Services Automobile Association and its affiliates, San Antonio, Texas. It's 13 and 4, Super Bowl City. Justin Fields is the man. We have a real one. Do we have a real number one? Fields is going to hoist it in the air again. He looks and cranks, sends it deep down the field for Wilson. Got it! Touchdown, Wilson! 42 yards from Justin Fields. What's your comp for Justin Skyler Fields? Like, who does he remind you of? Ooh, wow, good question. Um, I mean, Jesus Christ is the first person that comes to mind. Fields in trouble. Fields turning. Fields. Touchdown. Please, Jesus, thank you for Justin Fields. Our Lord and Savior is possibly here he is risen he's here he's jesus christ he's jesus christ in uh in football form so drafting justin fields is gold oh that is a cold refreshing hams thank you hams for another year of generous sponsorship still waiting on all those checks and those free drinks dan this is a new segment because there's nothing Zero Doinks loves more than throwing new segments at its red-hot loyal audience. We're calling this, I think, Justin Fields is gold because <laughs> I still can't believe he is our quarterback. Can you still believe it? Have you gotten over it yet, Dan? No. Any any content that I see that's related to JF1, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep pushing that JF1 business out there. No, I love all of it. I love his content on social media. He's already working out. He looks handsome. He looks ripped. He looks ready. He looks beautiful. I just saw tonight that he posted a picture of his locker on Instagram. Did you see that by chance? He's got his. He took a picture of his locker. He's got his helmet with a visor. It was sexy. It was all very sexy, Bill, and it. The schedule released. I said that made this joke earlier. I also released when I saw that picture. No, I can tell. You, uh, you've been walking around with multiple catcher's mitts cleaning up after yourself. In case you haven't noticed, audience, this is a new segment that we remind ourselves and you that we have Justin Fields as our quarterback. I think, Dan, outside of the Instagram picture, do you have any tidbits about Justin Fields that you've learned in the last week that you want to share? Yeah, I have uh, four here that I came across. Uh, his Ooh. dad's oh, his dad's name is Avant Fields, but he goes by Pablo. How can you not well, love that? Love that. That is amazing. Do we have any stats on his dad's size? I have no idea. We'll have to wait for the next one. I've not actually seen a picture of him, but Pablo, Pablo Fields. Are you fucking kidding me? I love him already. Oh, I'm deeply in love and lust. It's hard to tell the difference sometimes. I'm sure Frank in Ohio agrees. Yeah, big time, especially in his van. Uh, Justin Fields, a.k.a. JF1, going to keep pushing that. He scored a 29 on his ACT in high school. 
and had a 3.9 GPS GPA in high school. I obviously didn't have a 3.9 GPA because I can't speak. If you haven't noticed these last 69 episodes. Oh yeah, we are approaching 69. I've been paying very close attention. That is going to be a very explosive episode. Um, okay, so those are two. F- were those four facts? I can't. That yeah, was two. No, add. I'm not done. I'm not done. Okay. I'm half. We're halfway there, buddy. Uh, did you take the ACT? I understand that's not a big thing anymore. It's SATs around too. here. Yeah. No, I I took both. Did not do that great at the SAT. Did pretty well in the ACT. I'll take it. How about you? You, uh, I mean, you went to multiple universities, so mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. thanks to football, not because you got kicked out or anything. Yeah, correct. Uh, no, I was pretty mediocre. I just took the ACT. I took it twice, and uh, both were okay. Eh, eh. I'm, I'm not what you would call a smart man. That's fine. That's not true. No, you are you're street smart, and you're book smart, but only about the Bible. <laughs> I'm not going to sing it. It's too early. I haven't had enough hams to start singing hymnals, hymns. What do you, what, what do you call church songs? <laughs> I like hymnals. I do. That sounds so <laughs> official. I could see you. I bet you were in the church choir in Bloomington. I bet you were. You're, you're sandbagging the audience. I was in the church choir, and I was nose to nose with a statue of Mary Magladorian inside that church <laughs> beautiful did you uh what was your favorite song if you wouldn't mind ripping off a couple notes humpty dance mm. here's your jesus chance. <laughs> no i'm not gonna sing yet not enough hams all right justin fields he also majored in consumer and family financial services what is that wow F- consumer and family why why wouldn't they be separate things right i don't know it kind of when i read that i was like that's a made up ohio state football major right it's really just lifting weights yeah but he yeah it totally sounds like that but justin fields seems like the kind of guy that didn't need a made-up major like they have at university of north carolina for their hoops team fuck you sean mays 2005 Ooh, still not bitter huh uh, okay, I got one more JF1 fact here. Uh, this was pulled from his bio on the Ohio State website, buckeyesfuckeyes.com backslash football.gov. All right, at Ohio State, Justin fucking Fields became just the third Ohio State quarterback in the last 50 years to win each of his first 13 games as the Buckeyes starting quarterback. Who are the other two? I'll give you one. Rex Kern. Ever heard of him? No. No, okay. definitely and, not. And the other one is a ex-Bears quarterback. Craig Krenzel. Bingo. Bingo, baby. You got it. So that's that's a group that you want to be a part of. Rex, Craig, Justin. The trifecta. That is, that is a trifecta. I want to box that trifecta and put all of my monies on it. Um, I know some people were expressing concern that there's really been no great Ohio State quarterback that has made it in the pros. That's stupid. I mean, Mike Tomczak was amazing, first of all. So let's oh, just, big time. you know, yeah. But that doesn't matter. Was there a great Texas Tech professional quarterback before Patrick Mahomes? got it? So go fuck yourself, analysts. Yeah, go fuck yourself. 
don't let Beasel hear about Mike Tomzak. I think we've covered that before. That's her least favorite player of all time. I'm reluctant to tell her that Tomzak and Fields went both went to Ohio State because she will probably hate Fields because of it. Yeah, let's keep that. Let's keep that between friends, Zero Doings listeners. Please do not call Beasel. Don't text her. And every other form of communication. Um, Dan, would you mind if I shared a little bit that I learned about draft night on The Athletic? Yes, please. Okay. Adam, don't peek on my Johnson and the Johns had a wonderful uh, article in The Athletic. We always talk about it. We like to sell those newspapers left and right. So a few things that jumped out. He did it behind the scenes. Um, I don't know if you learned any of this. I don't know if you read it. Whatever. Here's some things that jumped out. Bears and Giants had pre-negotiated the trade terms earlier in the day on draft day. And it sounds like uh, they mentioned sweet spot like 14 times in the article. Made me feel very weird that pace between picks 8 and 12, that was his defined sweet spot. So I think he had deals with all of those teams ready to roll. I thought that was a pretty cool factoid that you always figure that it's not like there's last second negotiations, not enough time on the clock, right? So... It was kind of cool seeing that confirmed in print. Did you know that, Dan? Were you aware of such things? I didn't. I The article was great. I did read it. I think the Ryan Pace has a previous relationship with Gettleman, I think is I think we just got really lucky that 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 relationship was in place to be able to make that move, but the article was great running through how they just it seemed like the Bears were not confident at all that they were going to be able to get Fields, and I, you know, I'll never know. But it'd be interesting to know if a lot, half of that's bullshit. If they're now pump, you know, patting themselves on the back with all the fucking research and the hope that they could do it, and now they're like, "Oh, it was a long shot, but we did it. We fucking did it." So I read that article with, I was a little skeptical that some of it was Matt Nagy, mostly Matt Nagy bullshit. Yeah, it did put Matt Nagy in a great light and and pace to some degree, but definitely Nagy, like how involved he was Um, to that point. Dan, like you said, long shot. And this did seem made up. It's like they gave themselves a five to 10 percent chance going into the draft of getting any of the top quarterbacks. But and then they also said that all 11 guys that submitted uh, a draft grade on Fields and all the quarterbacks, all 11 agreed that Fields all was going to be their number one guy. I doubt I, that, right? Actually, is that right? I, that's not how I read it. I read that it was the f- like the first time that all of their grades were the same. I don't mm. think they read it was the number one guy. It was just there was no – there's not like a gap between scouts and coaches of 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 a particular guy in the first round like that. Did I read that right? That's how you, I took it. Not yeah, that they you, thought he was better than Zach Wilson, or he's better than Zach Wilson, but not that he's better than Trevor Lawrence. It's just that they graded him all the same in a very high regard. So it was like like Bears fans, we're all in agreement that Justin Fields is is, is an awesome get. Nobody Nobody's arguing that. And the coaches and scouts all felt the same way. They just reaffirmed that. So that's how I read it, William. I think you read it correctly. I think your reading comprehension absolutely gave you a 36 on the ACT. Nice job, Dan. I'm very proud of you. Uh, a couple other things that jumped out at me. 
when the Giants moved forward with the trade, when they got that call that Gettleman did, in fact, want to execute the previously agreed deal, Matt Nagy, quote, screamed out of happiness and excitement. That's a it's a great mental picture, isn't it? Like just like letting out just a, a real girly ass scream or something. I loved it. Loved it. Very high pitched is exactly how I interpreted that as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that they did explain that how they were when they showed the war room, the draft room and how they were all cool and calm uh fist bumping each other but they're like yeah no we went fucking crazy before that so um can we talk about who is in the room are you going to talk about that yes that was my next thing i didn't want to bring things down but it had to happen at some point this is a happy segment you know it's very positive we love justin fields so we hate to throw some urine on this parade but breaking news everybody mr i'm not involved in football ted phillips was in the draft room. Why? Why is he there, Dan? Well, they explained that because of pandemic restrictions, there were only 10 people allowed in the draft room. So, yeah, you nailed it. Why have we been told that Ted Phillips is not involved in football decisions? Why is he one of the 10 people that was in that room? There's There were scouts sitting on another floor, right, above them, you're telling me that Ted Phillips should be there instead of a, a particular scout. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, the head, I, I wrote down these names. I don't know. I don't know most of them, of the 10 people that were in there. But I know Ted Phillips and his oil, oily body should not be in that room. Oh, Give me a God. fucking break. Seriously. Well, especially, I mean, supplies, as we all know in America, they're they're a lot lower during a pandemic. And I can't imagine how many towels were sacrificed at the local Hilton because they were at Hallis Hall to clean up after Ted Phillips' dirty, sweaty ball. Well, no, his balls are dry. The rest of his body is very wet, if you listened to the previous episode, right? But if he... <laughs> yes. His, yeah, the sham wow on the balls. Are we... Do they still think we're stupid? Like, the whole narrative that he's not involved in football decisions... Why is he – are they trolling us at this point, the Bears? I mean, George McCaskey should be in there before Ted Phillips should. Yeah. He wasn't. And so, I mean, it's not like Ted Phillips is there to sign off on, like, salary – you know, salary decisions, right? I guess I'd understand if there, there's budgeting type of things with that, but there's a cap. I mean, it's – you're restricted within your – within the, the fucking cap so ted phillips shouldn't have much input there either no it's it's not like we're hiring extra coaches in that oh maybe we did well. maybe matt Nagy <laughs> was calling out uh, extra <laughs> extra coaches to hire so he can later fire before he gets fired but i i that pissed me off i'll, I'll just say that that pissed me off yeah, I'm glad you read that the same way. I'm glad we're in the same boat as is Ira in South Carolina. I bet if he did not read that article, he spit out his hams in disgust hearing us talk about that. You mentioned McCaskey, George McCaskey. I found it funny, too, that, A, he was not in the room. I found that hilarious. B, the fact that Pace and Nagy went to his office because he was hanging out in his office after the draft or after the pick. I couldn't tell after the first round, whatever, to basically basically say, hey, Hey, George, how are you? Told you so. Told you we'd figure this out. That's what it made it sound like, right? It totally did. 
once again patting themselves on the back. Told you we'd figure it out. We're good. We're all good. That article, you know, that, now that we're talking through it, that was a big old, I'm going to go ahead and pat myself on the back type of bullshit. Now now I'm getting a little upset about it. It was, it was a cool insight of how it works. You know, I think that would be a, one of my... F- most wanted things to do is to be in a bears draft room during an entire draft just to see how it works but nobody can get access like that that would be fucking cool just the idea of who's the lane guy um what's his what's his first name i didn't write it down is he the cap guy is that his role i think so like just the they were talking about how they he lane naggy and pace would meet every day for like weeks to talk about college prospects and talk about trade scenarios i was like god that's just a cool fucking job like that's your job you someone pays you to show up and basically do a zero doinks podcast but in a fancy office in hallis uh, in lake forest that's just fucking cool it is cool and i love the detail on that note, too, about the Florida-ceiling whiteboard that Pace has in his office where he had the three columns, the, okay, who Love are it. our top trade targets, who are our top free agent targets, who are our top draft targets. I would like to see the actual board, though, and to see where Fields really fell. I'd like to know, was Dalton number one on that free agent list, and was Russell Wilson even on that trade list? Like, was Pace smart enough to understand that he might have been available, or was that just dumb luck? Yeah, we'll never we'll never know. The Dalton thing still confuses me. I don't I still don't understand why he's fucking around, but I guess that was to throw people off the scent. You think that's why it's to everyone knew we were trying to trade up to get a quarterback. Everything that happened was not a not a mystery except it's for more, the Vikings. Shock the Vikings. Except, <laughs> well, they don't know what they're fucking doing. But, you know, I think was uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't there uh, something in there about moving up to four even with the Falcons, and they just wanted way too much? I it's mean, too I'm, expensive. Yep. I'm, I'm happy to hear that we didn't we didn't uh, blow our wad there, <sighs> but we still got incredibly lucky. I, I still give Pace. I, I, I the, as I read that and understanding that Gettleman and Pace have a good relationship. I mean, a Gettleman could have blown us up on wanting to trade up to that spot to get himself I think in a better position I honestly either he's dumb which I think by all by some accounts is maybe true but I think he did it maybe as like a favor to his buddy Pace to uh you know to not spill the beans on that one with the hopes that we could slide into that spot and they could trade back (laughs) but if that's the case, if that relationship is what got us Justin Fields, then I, I, I'm i glad that Ryan Pace is here for one more year. <laughs> I don't know that I think I would ever say that, but it, if all of those pieces fit, thank goodness. Thank you, Ted Phillips. No, nah, fuck you. Thanks, McCaskey. Yeah, right? Yeah. Fuck you, Ted Phillips. You're still weird. You wear that gamer's headset during press conferences. You fucking absolute weird ass uh something else that jumped out in that article too that i think did paint pace in a good light and whoever was trying to figure this out the fact that they understood that the number 20 pick was not going to be enough like they 
Yep. The only way to get somebody's attention was to include a 2022 first round pick. And I'm glad they weren't afraid to include it. Like that could have stopped conversation. And that probably did stop the conversation with the Falcons at number four, right? Because they're probably asking right. way too much. But at least that got that got the juices flowing in that sweet spot we were talking about. So, yeah, that's worth it. For Justin fucking Fields, JF1, he has risen. He is risen. Uh, I... I loved it. I, I love all of it. I good job, Adam. Take me to take me to the Johns and hold my hand while I pee in the children's urinal. <laughs> what? I don't know what that means. <laughs> we all just learned a little something about Dan and what he does when he hits the local pub with local I go, journalists. I go uh pants down to my knees when I'm at a urinal in a in a crowded bar. Just to clear a little room for myself because nobody wants to stand near me when my fat ass is exposed to the rest of the bar bathroom. Mm. You're the original bar back from what I can tell. Or back bar? What do they call it? You used to work at a bar. Bar back? Yeah, bar back. You got it. You nailed it. Dan, this has been lovely. Justin Fields is gold, our newest segment. We'll keep rolling it out. It's fantastic. Just love talking about this guy. Obviously, everybody loves hearing about him because we set a Zero Doinks record. Thank you, listeners, for the most downloads ever already for the last episode, which was primarily about Justin Fields. Thank you, guys. But thank you, Justin Fields. We love you. We love you, Pablo Fields. Zed Dogs, let's talk the schedule coming up next. Boing, 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 boing. Welcome back to Zero Bonks. We are here. We are wet, wet, wild. Thank you guys for downloading this shit and listening to our dumb fucking asses. A lot of swearing to start the segment off. I apologize. Well, why were we here, Bill? The schedule was released this evening as we're recording. I got my first glimpse of it through Larry Mayer, Mayer, the official schedule. I know Danny Parkins was hot and heavy on the uh, schedule. He was the first one to announce Bears opening Sunday night, right? Who, who does Parkins know that he's yeah. got this inside info? Is it the weird guy that's on Fox that has his own show that he always brags about being best friends with him? I don't know the guy's name. A New York guy? Do you know what I'm I talking no about? Idea. No, no, no. I don't know who you're talking about. Hmm, Larry not King? Big research guys. Yes, Larry King. Actually, Larry's <laughs> seventh wife. <laughs> he is Danny Parkins is very, very close to. Ooh. Is that who he had his baby with? Uh, Perkin, Parkins? Perkins? Yeah. You ever been to Perkins? No, I've never been to a Perkins. I I was a big international house of pancakes guy when I went to U of I. That was a good spot, but not as much as uh, Marianne's. Have you ever been to Marianne's Diner in Champaign? I have, yeah. Yeah, Marianne's is good. Perkins is, I think, a little underrated. It's It kind of sucks, but you go there and you're like, eh, it wasn't awful. They had, like, good breadsticks. They had, like, a bread bowl <laughs> salad. Ooh. I would dip into that every once in a while. Like, oh, I'm eating healthy, but it's a bowl made out of white bread. <laughs> Give me all the carbs. <laughs> 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 
Jordan uh, Jordan Doinks worked at Perkins for for a little mm-hmm. while in high school, so we don't we don't speak poorly of them in this haunted house. We might get to that later. Yep. Um, uh, do they have eggs at, at Perkins? Do they yeah. serve eggs? Yeah, they have eggs. Well, you're talking about salads. Like I'm thinking, because yeah, I, mean, I, I was just, thinking breakfast, and all of a sudden you're jumping oh. into the leafy roughage. Yeah, good call. Uh, yeah, they have fucking eggs. They have they have it all, Bill. They're open uh, 6 a.m. until midnight. I don't know about those hours. Check your local listings. That's not what people say. Okay, back to the Bears. Uh, so Bears, obviously, so the NFL, did they know something's up? Justin Fields, he's starting week one. Bears open up Sunday, September 12th, Sunday night football at the Los Angeles Rams, 720, getting real close to my bedtime. But how do you feel about the Bears opening up on Sunday night? But yo, 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 yoing. I am so Randy. I love uh, I love evening football in general because it's normally, you know, it's that's like gambling primetime, right? It's fantasy football primetime. You're seeing if you can catch your opponent or if you can hold them off. And to combine all of that with the Bears opening game we were season one we were tripping all over that remember we couldn't we couldn't figure out what you call it but no i love it i love having having the island on on sunday night you're right one of the first things i thought of too was huh they wouldn't do this if they thought andy dalton was starting week one right they wouldn't why would you feature andy dalton against matt stafford i wouldn't think so but what why would the nfl you know that's that seems to be the narrative. It's like, oh, the NFL knows that Andy Dalton's not starting. The Ted Phillips isn't talking to Roger Goodell and be like, hey, do us a solid here. Andy Dalton's not starting Week One. That's not happening. I assume it's the you know they could market the Mac versus Aaron Donald thing. That that'll be hot and heavy. Stafford. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe it's the idea that the Rams might run over the Bears, so it's a good way. To be like, ooh, Stafford's on a new team. They're Super Bowl contenders. They're going to win the NFC title, that type of bullshit. Maybe it has to do with that. I, I'm i not a huge fan of Sunday night football. I don't Why? mind. I don't like waiting all day. I don't like waiting. <laughs> I want to get I want to get my football in early, hot and heavy, bears. I need a lot of beers. Then I have a little time to sober up later before I have to go to work the next day. Monday night's okay because it sort of cancels Monday work because I'm just thinking about the Bears all day. And then you get drunk and you go to work on Tuesday and you're already you're past Monday already. Your week's practically almost over. <laughs> because Tuesday you'll be spending all day thinking about that Monday night game that yep. the Bears obviously won. Bingo. Yeah. Okay, Bingo. I understand that. I think uh, Sunday night is my preference of all of the games, and not necessarily because of Sunday night. I think it's the best presentation. I'm a huge Al Michaels guy. I think he is awesome. Uh, for some reason, at least on my local television here, check your local listings, uh, the NBC for your Perkins H- hours. <laughs> NBC HD feed is so crisp. Like that's the best. For I don't know. Is that the same in, in the yeah. Dan Doinks household? Yeah. I would agree with that. I feel like yeah, the the 
the picture for Sunday night football pops. I'm with you. I'm totally with you. Good call. Good call. And I yeah, in terms yeah. of the presentation and all that, I'm with you. I just I get the Sunday scaries around three forty five every week. So at that point I'm I'm nervous about going you know, about the Bears and I'm upset about having to go back to work. I yeah, I totally get that. For me it's the opposite though. Like it prolongs the scaries, it pushes the scaries to like midnight, which I which I like. So it's like, okay, yeah, Sunday sucks. Everybody hates Sundays that has to work. You're already thinking about the work week. You got anxiety. You got diarrhea. You got all of the things. But it's like, oh, we got bears, you know, 720, random time, 720. You got Mike Tarico barking in my ear, wishing that I was single. He'd tell me all the things he would do to me. ESPN book, if you haven't <laughs> read it. Um, so that's, that's uh, I guess we're just opposite on this one, Dan. I guess we're opposite. All right. I think we've talked too long about the dynamics <laughs> yeah, of, right. uh, of our sleep, sleep and work schedules as it pertains to Bears football. So let's let's just go ahead. Let's just make a prediction for week one. I mean, the schedule's been out for about five minutes, and I've already Bears already at plus seven. Of course I bet it because you can't not do that because that line's going to move to a pick em when Justin Fields is officially our starter. Uh, so we, what we're going to do, we're going to tick through like four games at a time. Let's start with the Rams. What do you have the Bears doing week one? Okay, so my assumption is this is Andy Dalton's only start of the year. So the Bears lose in heartbreaking fashion. We're driving. It's late. Dalton throws a interception in the red zone, and we lose. And things change. So it's it ends up being a good loss. Bears lose, 0-1, but things are going to get red hot, guys. Spoiler alert. What about you, Dan? I like it. It sounds like you have the Bears covering. I also have the Bears covering but losing, but I have uh, Fields starting. I don't think – I'm, I'm going to lean into this. Justin Fields is starting week one. He's going to have some rookie mistakes. It's just going to be a little – it's just going to be – it's going to be fine. We're going to be close. People are going to be talking on Monday. Ooh, the Bears lost. Ooh, 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 but they look – a little sexy but they're gonna lose they're gonna be 0 one it's okay nobody panic we move to game two sunday september 19th versus the cincinnati Bengals. home opener at noon one thing i want to mention bears are home and away it switches every week oh weird how how, how did that happen that's never happened before right no usually it's yeah like three in a row in one direction that's very weird yeah isn't that crazy so this year and a lot of noon games at home this year which not bad for me if i'm actually showing up that's like i I mentioned earlier i need a little sober in time in the afternoon to get myself right you know pretend to be a good dad later in the day you know i'm not drunk and it's i'm slobbering a little bit i take a quick nap when i get home we have like let's order our pizza you know, that type of shit. So the noon games are, are is a good thing for me. Okay, anyway, week two, Sunday, September 19th, versus the Cincinnati Bengals at noon. I'll give you my prediction first, then you we'll, we'll bounce back and forth here. Uh, I have the Bears winning. The Bengals stink. They're, they're going to be terrible. Our defense is going to get up in that, that shit. They're going to get up in that grill. Uh, Burrow is going to get hurt again. I'm sorry, Joe. You're just That's just going to happen. 
you don't have any talent on that team. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bears win. First win of the season for Justin Fields. First career win for Justin Fields. He'll probably have four touchdowns. Bears are one and one at this point. Yeah, what do you no, got? I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, Justin Fields gets his first career start. It's in Soldier Field. The fans are going nuts. He is a perfect 22 of 22 for 350 yards, three touchdowns through the air, one touchdown rushing. The whole game, the announcers, you don't hear it because you're at Soldier Field, but the announcers are saying, man, if Justin Fields was in the 2020 draft, would he have been the number one pick over Joe Burrow? Everybody concludes yes after this game. Bears 1-1, one and one and the momentum is red hot. I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah, I don't disagree with any of that. Week 3, Sunday, September 26th at Cleveland in Frank's backyard. Already looping everyone in to come on over to the great state of Ohio for this game. Let's talk about that first. Game's at noon. Will we be there, Bill? I'm, I'm considering it. Yeah, it's. I don't think it's that bad a drive. I've no. I've I've done it a couple times. Oddly enough, uh, I don't. What five hours? Does that sound right? Or no? Does that seem a little shy? I, I've never been to Cleveland, Bill. It sounds like you've been there many times. Uh, why? Why have you been to Cleveland? Once it was on my way to somewhere else, and so that was the middle spot to spend the night. Oh God, yeah. Uh, the other time I went, I was on a um, uh, summer baseball stadium tour with Phil Senior, and that was one of the one of the stops. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know if you know this. Uh, Cubs won the World Series there. Did you know that? Yeah. Cleveland? No, I, yeah. I I was rooting for the Cubs. That's how much okay. I hate the Indians. One more oh. year of Indians. Okay. Well, thank you. It really. What are they next year? You know what? I might be wrong about that. Maybe it's one more year of Chief Wahoo. Oh, the Cleveland football team? Is that what they're going to go by? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. For a baseball right. team, yeah, it makes <laughs> yeah, perfect yeah. sense. I like, it. I like it. All right, week three, Bears at the Browns. I think you're up. Give us your, give us your prediction. Yep, it's, uh, it's Field's first road game, at least in, in my world, not your world. He goes on the road. It's Cleveland. Bears fans are 40% in the stadium to 60% Cleveland Browns fans. I don't know what the capacity is. I don't know what it's going to be allowed. Ohio is weird. But bottom line, Justin Fields outduels Baker Mayfield. Mayfield throws a late interception to Eddie Jackson, finally gets on the board. It's a pick six. Bears win by seven. They cover, they win. Money line sprinkle a little bit on both. Bears are two and one. What do you think? Yeah, I have the um I have the offense for the Bears struggling a little bit this game. They're going to come out to a slow start, maybe a couple turnovers by Fields. It's not going to be pretty. Um, but in the end, the Bears' defense is going to absolutely just get up in Baker's uh, Johnson right on his ShamWow balls, and Bears win 6-3 to three in Cleveland. <laughs> Defensive game all across the board. Be real ugly. But you know what championship teams do, Bill? They win ugly, especially on the road especially in Cleveland. That is an ugly place to win ugly, so it all makes sense. What do we do post-game with Frank? There's got to be van stuff, I'd imagine, his uh, carpeted van. We just race that thing around uh, from back and forth from Toledo to Cleveland. I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know the distance there. feels right. Toledo's closer to Detroit, right, I believe? 
you know, I used to have an aunt and uncle that lived in Toledo, and I visited Sorry them. Sorry to hear I, it. I know. <laughs> so so were they. Uh, I can't. I don't remember. I do know um, that our fans and eggs WhatsApp was red hot about about all of these potential road trips. Did anybody else commit to the trip for Grease Tank? Anybody else? Any uh, are, did our Irish eggs commit to it? No, to an American been, stop. Okay. No, they've been real loose with these commitments. I think they're. Like the uh, the people the gal from the gallery they're like oh go to Vegas for Bears games I don't I don't know that that's happening uh, no I Phil Phil said he's in mm. Phil said he's definitely in I think Yinling was the uh, thing that was pulling him into Cleveland mostly mm. so um, okay. but yeah I think I think it's got some legs I think we could I would say at this point I'm eighty nine percent in. Where are you at percentage wise? Yeah. No, as long yeah, if that date makes sense without any weird conflicts, I'm a hundred percent in. So yeah. Okay. If okay, it if, good. if yeah, yeah. If there's nothing weird, totally in. We gotta meet these eggs in real life. So whether it's whether it's only Frank, and that's not a criticism of you, Frank. I'm not trying to say only you. But I don't think it would be. Yeah, I think I think you're right, Phil. I think we could probably get Marcel. I know congratulations, Marcel, you got a baby on the way. I don't know when the babies do. <laughs> But that's a quick trip from Minneapolis, yeah, right? That's fine. Yeah, that's quick. The I'll say the biggest thing that might be holding me back is I'm already pushing this Bears uh, in Vegas game, and I'm not sure that I could go two weeks out of town. I could I could float that in my house. That might be a little difficult. So if I have to pick one or the other, financially Cleveland will be much better, but. Sexiness wise, no offense, Frank. I might lean towards Vegas. I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest here. No, that's fine. And let's get a little closer to that Vegas game here. Let's, let's skip it. to week four. Bears back home because we're flip flopping every week for whatever reason. Roger Goodell, I guess we'll take it. Bears hosting Detroit. First divisional game. It's noon. It is October the 3rd. This could be one of those games that the Bears wear orange jerseys, although maybe not. Now that I'm looking at the rest of the October schedule, you might want to put a pin in that. But anyway, I think it's my turn to go first. No, it's Dan's turn to go first. No, it's mine, and I'll go quick. Yeah, Bears winning a blowout. Lions are going to be awful this year. They might win one game. I'm going to say the Lions are going to go 1-16. They're going to match when they went 0-16 in losses, but they're going to win one game, 1-16. So, yeah, we don't even need to talk about it more. They suck. Yeah. No, I'm the same way. It's uh, 42 to nothing. So, fantastic. Fuck you, Lions. Why you even allowed in the league? All right, let's go week five. You mentioned it at Las Vegas. It is a 3:05 kickoff scheduled on October the 10th. And uh, I'll go first. Um I see the Bears getting tripped up here. You've been predicting it for a while. I see it too. I think they get in on Saturday night. Justin Fields is feeling really good. On my schedule, he's 3-0 and as a starter. He is loving life. He's at the craps table until 3 in the morning. He knows he has a late kickoff. And, you know, it happens. Every rookie gets tripped up at some point. It happens. He does not do well. The whole offense sucks. Defense keeps him in the game. 10-7 Raiders. We lose. We're three and two. Dan, you're up next. Yeah, we've been, we have been talking about the Bears being trash against the Raiders. Uh, I'm over that. I'm done. I'm flip flopping. No way Mac is going to lose two in a row to his old team. Uh, the Raiders are they're going to be bad this year. 
I think they would be really awful. They're already sort of floating out like, ooh, could we get Aaron Rodgers? So Derek Carr, nope, he's not going to be happy. He's probably going to hold out. No, nah, not really. I think the Bears win. It's going to be a close game. Bears win. Hopefully we're in the house. Hopefully Frank is there as well because we've come to some agreement that he's going to drive his van out there. Bears win. They are currently on a four-game winning streak in my eyes. Okay, so they're four and one on your schedule. They are three and two on mine. Next game, week six, hosting the aforementioned Aaron Rodgers, maybe, and the Green Bay Packers. It's Sunday, it's October 17th. It's a noon kickoff. Dan is in the house. This is finally when our slump against the Packers ends. I think you were supposed to go first, so I apologize. I'm just jumping in. Bears win this one, but it's going to be it's a high-scoring affair. The defense doesn't really show up. It's Fields versus Rodgers. Fields, 1-0 against Rodgers after this one. 49-48, Bears win. Ooh, really bad D on the Bears. Uh, so you have Rodgers playing? What did, what did you say? I do. Yeah, he'll, he'll be on the team. All right, I'm going to go under the assumption that Rodgers is not playing. I feel, I'm feeling more and more every day that he's not going to even play this year. So I have the Bears winning. Five-game winning streak. They're 5-1 and one at this point. Uh, good for you, JF1. This is a first of many wins against the Packers. Good on you, buddy. All right, let's keep moving. I'll, do, I'll intro the next one. Sunday, October 24th at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 325 games start. Um, I have noted that games can start being flexed uh, with the Raiders game. That seems really early. Oh. I thought the flex... This is per Larry Mayer, who wears the uh, eye black in his profile picture on the ChicagoBears.com website. So, uh, grow up, Larry. I could see this game getting flexed. Flex, another Sunday night game, Bears at Tampa. Uh, I unfortunately have the Bears losing. I think I think the Bucks are going to be sexy again. I think they're going to be good. Brady's got it rolling. They didn't lose. They literally lost nobody, right? They're like the first Super Bowl team to have every starter coming back. I think they're going to be good. Bears lose this game. I'm going to say it, it'll be ugly. Okay. Well, you know what, Dan? I'm going oppo. If if last year proved anything, it's that the Bears own Tampa. Bears kick Tampa's ass on the road in front of the pirate ship. Bears are 5-2, and two, and with that, mathematically, they'd be leading the NFC. And things are great. Fields is back on track after a weird stop in Vegas. Okay. I like it. I like it. I, I would love all of that. Um, all right. We got Sunday, October 31st. Halloween. Halloween's always on the 31st, right? <laughs> Not a big calendar guy. <laughs> yes. All right. So Halloween day. Uh, bears are at home. Ooh, that's going to be a problem for me. Shit. That just dawned on me. At home against the 49ers, noon game. Uh, what do you got? You go first. Okay, Bears, this is the game they wear the orange jerseys. This is where <laughs> this is a very obvious orange jersey game. I don't love the orange jerseys for the Bears. I don't love the tint of orange on it. I don't. We stink. We stink in orange. Yeah. I think we, we, we played this game last year, last season. Uh, I think the Bears have a terrible record when they wear orange. I think I tried to look it up, couldn't figure it out, but Bears stink in orange. Don't wear them this year's Bears. Thank you. 
with the exception of the 2021 season, however, Dan. The Bears win. They are 6-2. and two. Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't do shit because he's still starting because Trey Lance blows. San Francisco already regretting trading all of that capital to get to the number two pick of a quarterback that is clearly inferior to Justin Fields, who shows San Francisco what they missed. It's almost halfway through the season. Bears are 6-2, and two, 49ers. You suck. John Lynch, you're weird. Uh, I unfortunately have the Bears losing this game. I don't know why. It's going to be Halloween. Justin's going to eat too much candy. He and Pablo were up late last night, the night before, eating too many Tootsie Rolls. Uh, they both have explosive diarrhea. Bears lose 12-2. to two. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Well, let's go to the next week, week nine at Pittsburgh, Monday night. ESPN, we are the island game again. You're not happy about it. You're a little bit more happy, though, because your week's almost over. Yeah, yeah. Week's almost over. 7-15 kick. Steelers, Bears win again. Roethlisberger is hurt already by week nine. Their backup might still be Mason Rudolph. I'm not 100% sure. We eat him alive, and the Bears win 9-6. See, I have the Bears losing this game. Roethlisberger's going on a fuck you tour this year, but uh, Justin Fields going to turn it up in a in prime time on a Monday night. He's going to look awesome, but the, it's going to be a shootout. Roethlisberger squeezes this one out with his gray penis. Bears lose. 49-48. What'd you say to the Packers game? I'm going to do the same score. Bears lose 49-48. All right, next, then then we're on a bye week. Okay, good. Thank you for having me. Then, after the bye, we are at home, because we're flip-flopping again. Thank you, Roger Goodell. At home, another noon game against the Baltimore Ravens. I have the Bears losing. That ha- that puts them at a four-game losing streak. I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of it. Things are going to get weird. But Ted Phillips is going to be real proud of his team once they get out of that four-game losing streak like they were last year. What was six games last year? Bears lose in a blowout, unfortunately. Lamar Jackson's going to be awesome. He doesn't want to get shown up by Justin Fields. Well, the thing is, though, he may want what the heart wants, but reality is Justin Fields does show him up on a November afternoon in the city of Broad Shoulders. Bears win yet again. Ravens go down. Bears are 8-2 and two after 10 games. One thing you don't want to do is bet against Matt Nagy after a bye week. <laughs> Look that up. Please don't. I think he's over. <laughs> but you know what? Slumps are made to be broken. Bears win, baby. Let's go to week 12. I'm not a big calendar guy. Neither is Dan. But I believe this is Thanksgiving week, and I believe the Bears yet again are at Detroit, I think for the third out of four years in the Motor City. Is that right? I'm going to be in South Carolina. Hopefully, I know. Hopefully, um, I will have made it there. I think we're flying super early in the morning. And I remember thinking to myself when when this was uh, scheduled, I thought, no way in hell are the Bears playing on Thanksgiving again. We can absolutely fly on Thanksgiving. I will, and and it's it's a non-issue. So hopefully, I'll get to the in-laws by kickoff, and I can get drunk. Um, okay, Bears at Detroit, eleven thirty. It's the second time they are playing before they even play the Vikings. Second time that they've played the Lions in the NFC North. 
another win. We sweep the Lions. Lions are trash. Bears 9-2 and two after that game. Uh, d- who gets to eat the turkey after the game? Cairo Santos kicks a game winner. 9-6 to six again. Well, we know it won't be you eating the fucking turkey. I can tell you that much, you son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> Santos. Santos Baby. I'm excited for that song to come back. We're we're getting close to Santos Baby time around Thanksgiving. When when is um, Christmas music allowed in your house? Oh God! Is there a Chris, date? Kristen Doinks pushes the envelope. Envelope. Like whenever it's on that FM channel in in Chicago, yeah. that's when it that's when it's on. And to me, it's too early. I'll go with it, but I'm sick of Andy Williams by like December first, and I want to murder a fucking elf. What about you? You're talking about you're talking about the light. I think that's the name of the station. I did. I was pretty indifferent before I met Jordan Doinks, and she is very adamant that Christmas music cannot happen before Thanksgiving. So I will uh, reprogram all of the stations in her car to the light when it when it kicks into gear. Every year, it's a it's a holiday tradition for me, and so uh, yeah, I'll go as early as possible just to fuck with Jordan doing. So uh, okay, so Thanksgiving Day Bears at Detroit. Yep, we don't need to spend any time on this. They kick the shit out of the Lions because they're fucking trash. So eleven thirty a.m. game. That's I like that. It's early. I like it's that early. for I like yeah. that for Thanksgiving. I'll be tossing down a little turkey. I'll be at the in-laws as well. They deep fry a few turkeys. We get real drunk during that process. So I'll be real lubed up by the time the Bears beat the shit out of the Lions. Um, Yeah, what do we got next? The the following week, I don't know what week we're on at this point. The hams are starting to slap. That was pretty quick. Uh, Sunday, December 5th, Bears are back at home. Noon game against the Arizona Cardinals. I have the Bears winning this game. I think the Cardinals are going to suck. I'll just say that. I, I think Kingsbury, Kingsbury, Cliff, Clifford, Big Red Dog. Woof. Woof, woof, woof. He's getting fucking fired. Maybe midseason. I think he's a horrible coach. I don't understand how he fell into this job. He's terrible. He, he has a lot of talent. He's going to screw it up and get fired. He's on the hot seat. Bears win big. So... I don't know who else is on his coaching staff, but whoever it is would be their interim coach for this game, according to you. Yes. I think that... Denny Green. (laughs) Cliff Kingsbury, whatever. Clifford the Big Red Dog will be the head coach for this game in Chicago, but he will die of a stroke in the second quarter because he's going to look at Justin Fields lighting their ass up and thinking, God, I I wish Murray was as good as he is. Like, his heart gives out and he dies. So that's my prediction. Kingsbury dies. During that game, Bears don't die. They take advantage of all of that momentum, and Bears win 55 to nothing, and the Bears are now 10-2. and two. <laughs> All right, I love it. Let's keep moving here. We have Sunday, December 12th at Green Bay. Sunday night football again for the Bears. Should we go to this game, Bill? I feel like this is another one we should put in our tickler file. Ooh, hubba hubba. Tickets will be real easy to get because there will be no Aaron Rodgers anymore. The Packers probably will have one win at this point, so it could be a good one to watch in Green Bay. I went first last time. You you hit us with your prediction. Uh, 
Bears win 28 to nothing. They're 11 and 2. Justin Fields, I fucking love you. Dan, back to you. Two shutouts in a row by the Bears defense. Uh, I like that. I have the Bears winning uh, 35 to nothing. So a little bit better than your prediction. So Bears are red hot. I don't know what I have the record at. I know what I have at the end of the season. So we'll get to that soon. Next week, Bears, another primetime game. Two in a row. This is going to be a rough, rough stretch for your old pal Dan here. Uh, Monday night, December 20th, Bears at home against the Vikings, 715. Uh, yeah, Minnesota, Monday night football in Chicago. That's not happening. Kirk Cousins, nope. He won't be around anymore. Who's their backup? Slaughter my penis. He's not there anymore. He, uh, he, he'll be whoever Kirk Cousins' backup is. Another shutout. Bears win 45 to nothing. I think it's Kellen Mond who we're trying to talk ourselves into oh, that's as right. Bears fans, go. right? Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it'll be two or three. It doesn't matter. Kirk Cousins will still be starting because he's indestructible for some reason, but thank God he'll be starting. Yeah, Monday night, we are going to fuck them up. Yet another shutout, 45 to nothing. Uh, Santos adds one in the fourth just to really rub it in, and the Bears are 12-2. and two. And I'm going to pull up the schedule again here because I'm coming up next. Okay, week 16 at Seattle. Wow, we've not been at Seattle in a while. Uh, it is the day after Christmas. God bless you, Jesus. It is 3.05. It's a kickoff. Uh, none of my favorite Seattle bands will be there because they're all dead for the most part, at least the lead singers. <laughs> um, this is going to be interesting. So it's Russell Wilson against his twin, basically, in my world, Justin Fields. This is going to be a tight one. The 12th man will be in the building. Bears win. Low scoring. It's ugly. <laughs> But the Bears get it done. Monty Pylon dives on a pylon late in the fourth. Bears win 14 to 10. What about you? Uh, I have uh, this is going to be the annoying week where it's like, oh, what could have been? Russell Wilson wanted to go to the Bears. Boing, boing, boing. Nope. I have the Bears losing this week. It's going to be a rough one. The 12th man is going to fuck with Justin a little bit. I have them losing this game. At 3.05 in Seattle. Sorry about your dead singers. Yeah. Chris Cornell, I still love you. Uh, lead singer of Alice in Chains. Wait, did you have a favorite Seattle band? Do you still? Where do you stand on Seattle rock? Uh, yeah, Digital Underground was my favorite mm-hmm. Seattle band. I wish I was a little bit taller, I believe, was their big hit, right? Nope. That's Skilo. 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 Nope. Is that right? Is that his name? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Silo has tiny hands. Skilo is short. Uh, Bears against Giants, week 17. I feel like we've been hosting the Giants every year since 89. This is a noon game that's good for Dan. It's a day after New Year's, so he's not quite as hungover as the prior day. Bears win. I mean, come on. The Giants suck. Daniel Jones, that's going to be something you referenced Dave Gettleman in the last segment. He is going to rue the day that he essentially chose Daniel Jones over Justin Fields by trading the pick to the Bears. Bears win. Giants don't score. Bears offense a little soggy that game, though. 17 nothing. <laughs> like, we have so many shutouts. We have the we have the fucking 85 defense here for the Bears this year. Um, Sean Desai. Oh, yeah. He has some sexy quotes too, right? Like he's going to have them real revved up, and I love all of it. 
Uh, yeah, so day after New Year's Day, uh, so the Gophers will have just finished off um, playing Oregon in the Rose Bowl. So this will be a good weekend for me. Yeah, Bears. Bears win big. They win uh, 55 to nothing. So fuck you, Giants. You suck. Um, yeah, that's, that's what I got for that game. Last game of the season, Sunday, January 9th, at the Vikings. Is it required that we fucking play at Minnesota every year at the, the last game of the season? It feels that way, doesn't it? It does. I don't get it. It's super weird. I'm glad at least they can play indoors. Oh, wait. They always could at the at the Dome, too. What am I talking about? Um, not a big remembers how the Metrodome was. You you are, though. You Did you see the field as a gopher at the Metrodome? Yeah. yeah. That place was trash. That field was awful. That roof used to leak when it would. We had a game against when I was there, Louisiana Monroe, one of the non-conference games, and there were spots on the sideline you couldn't stand because it was raining outside and it was raining inside from it. So, yeah, piece of shit. The Metrodome was a piece of shit. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. So, uh, I think I'll go first here. I can't remember the order, but. This is a Week 18 game, first ever Week 18 game. The good news is, if you've been following along at home, the Bears, I have them at 14-2 and two going into this game. They've already clinched the number one seed. They do not need to put anybody in harm's way. So we rest everybody, yet the Bears still find a way to win. They ruin Kirk Cousins and Mike Zimmer's chance at a six seed. Bears win. 17 to 3. I have the Bears. I don't know if this math adds up, but I have the Bears have already clinched the NFC North, not the one seed, but they lose this game just because it gets squirrely. We have it's Andy Dalton time. He just does a little cleanup work and he sucks, of course. So we lose two to nothing. We get shut out, unfortunately. Andy Dalton gets hurt. So we don't have him for the playoffs as a backup, but we lose this game. I have the Bears at ten and seven. Okay, they they win the North at, at ten and seven. That sounds like a. Does four, that make sense? Yeah, maybe a four seed then. That could happen. Okay, okay. So what does that even mean these days? We just have one home game for the playoffs. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to do the math. The playoffs now. <laughs> Now, yeah, the yeah, playoffs they, are they just host the five. Only the one seed gets a bye, right? Isn't that yes. how it works? Yes. Okay. So they All host right. the right. they they host the top wild card, which in this case is probably not the Cardinals because they've either fired or lost their coach in a <laughs> at halftime <laughs> to uh, death. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's fine. Either way, okay. it's postseason time, baby. Yeah, it's postseason time. We're getting wet, wet, wild. Uh, we neglected to talk about the preseason games. Do you want to run through those quickly? Sure. I don't know what is going on there. Would you mind indulging me? Well, the Bears have uh, two preseason games at home, which is great, and only one road game. They play the Dolphins at home, and then the Bills at home. Trubisky's coming back mm-hmm. to Chicago. Who cares? I don't give a shit. I know you can't say his name anymore. And then they're at the Tennessee Titans for their final mm-hmm preseason game i have the bears going two and one in the preseason 
That's good. And they can visit uh, Laura Lips two years in a row in Tennessee. No, what's her name? Linda Lips. Linda I'm Lips. Not, yeah. yeah. Rest, in, rest in pussy. Rest in pussy. The porn star extraordinaire. Well, that'll be good. Yeah, that uh, I'm already sick of that Mitch story the week of the Bills preseason game. God, I can just picture David Haw just uh, – f- and, and also, fuck you, David Haw, for reasons that Dan knows. We've been trying to get you on the show, and you refuse. Why are you so scared of zero doinks, David Haw? Fuck he's you, a, you he's rubber afraid of dick. The, he's afraid of the hard-hitting questions like, why is your face so rubbery and wet? No, David Haw sucks. Fuck you, David. Fuck Why are you, you David? David? Come on, you're a grown man. You're Dave. Fuck you, yeah. Dave. Yeah, Dave Haw. He was on the uh, obviously he was on the score this morning because that's his job. He he kept referring to Charles Leno as Chuck Leno. Why? That's not funny. You're not funny, David. I don't. I got to admit, I don't hate that. I I love people who insist on being called Charles. I call him Chuck. I don't hate that. Damn it. I do feel like we're getting some revisionist history already with Charles Leno, though. Like, people are very scared that we cut him. And do we, do we, nobody liked him when he was here. Like, he was reliable to start, like, he was available. But was he, like, really good and I forgot? No, he was terrible. He just signed with Washington today, isn't that right? For like five million bucks, which is not a small amount of money for an average American. But that's the going rate for a left tackle. He is below average uh, salary wise. So I think the league also told you it's stupid Bears fans. Those are the same people like, oh, Mitch is going to go to Buffalo. Like he's going to be so much better when he leaves the Bears. Well, the rest of the league told you what's what they think of these guys. They give shit deals just to be mediocre players. So, yeah, fuck him. No, Chuck Chuck stinks. Yeah, Chuck stinks. You know, Mully and Hav, relax. You didn't like him when he was here. Stop pretending like you like him now, you dumb bitches. So, uh, quick question. Did you look at the schedule for the Vikings or Packers outside of the games we are playing them in? 100% did not. Same. I didn't either. <laughs> I can only assume that uh, they're at a disadvantage because they don't have Justin Fields. Yeah, exactly. I did see the Bears have the third hardest schedule Ooh. this year, which that doesn't mean shit, right? Like that's the, the, the NFL changes every year with injuries and teams are just better. You know, we just went through the predictions. Some of them maybe joke like we'll do an actual prediction as the season gets closer for each game but you know some of these teams on this list that we then the schedule that we think are going to be awful some are going to be good and some of them are going to be fucking terrible i mean the packers are a total wild card right now so assuming that those are two hard games for us if they lose rogers that that flips on two fucking games out of 17 so um that doesn't mean shit when they're like, oh, the Bears' schedule's terrible. I think that's how yeah. people do it. <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was trying to rope you into that because it 
fucking kills me when you do it. So there we go. Thank you. <laughs> you, you nailed it. Absolutely. No, it's yeah. Nobody knows who's going to be hurt during a given week. That's the thing about the NFL. Injuries are red hot. My collarbone just exploded. My head coach just died. You don't know what's going to happen. Well, this does remind me, too, of the power preseason power rankings. Did you read the Athletics article about the Bears and where they stand? And what was your initial thought? How do you feel about it? I did read it. Do you want to go through it now or you want to sure. we'll just tick through it real, uh, quickly? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Let's, tickle, let's tickle the bottom of that taint a little bit for the audience. All right. Uh, yeah, let's let's do it. Do you mind if I just rip off the, the do list? It. Let's do the do top it. ten first. Uh, we got in order from first to, to ten here. Tampa Bay, Kansas City, Buffalo, Green Bay. Ah, yeah. Green Bay at four. Oh, that sounded healthy. Uh, the Green Bay at four. That's with Rodgers. If if he's not there, I don't know where they fall. Mid teens, late teens. I don't. Maybe in the twenties. I don't know. That's a wild card. Uh, Baltimore five. L.A. Rams six. San Fran seven. Seattle eight. Okay. The Chargers nine. Settle down a little bit. That's where you got me. I was like, nah, I don't know about that. And then you got Cleveland at ten. No, I I'm not sure about that either. Um, so I didn't love those nine and 10 trip me up a little bit. The rest of them I'm okay with granted that Rogers is staying. Yeah. Any thoughts on the top 10 there? Felt the same way when I saw chargers at nine, I thought, are we putting that much faith into Staley? Right. Isn't that his name? The former bears mm-hmm. defensive coach, yep, first year chargers it. coach. I mean, Justin Herbert, he impressed both you and I more than we predicted going into the year. doesn't mean he's going to be great year too. I think the the article just basically said they're going to have better luck next year. I never can get on board for oh they just they just lost a lot of close games. I'm like, well, there's a fucking reason they lost those close games. That's that's doesn't mean they're immediately going to be better the next year. So I'm not buying Chargers hype. I feel like they're the team that everyone will fall in love with, and you're like, oh my god, how are they below 500? And you're like, well. Justin Herbert's good, but the rest of the team stinks. So I'm not buying that. All right, let's no. do uh, – you want me to go through them here? Do you keep yes. going? Do you keep going? Oh, keep do going, it. buddy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, right. <laughs> right off the bat, I got a problem with the number 11, Atlanta. They got a new head coach, Arthur Smith. That guy stinks, right? I mean, what? Yeah. what do we – why do we think he's going to make things better? Why is Atlanta that high? I don't They've understand. They've been bad that. for like two or three years in a row. Fuck you. Yeah, and they got that Pitts guy and Matt Ryan's on the back end of his career. I'm not buying it. That's way too high for Atlanta. Uh, Twelve Miami, thirteen Pittsburgh, fourteen the Vikings. Uh, no. I don't know. No. I'm not. Their defense is going to be good. The Vikings defense is going to be good, but Kirk Cousins. Uh, I don't know. All right, 15, the Colts. Uh, they were listed as a team with the easiest schedule this year. That doesn't mean shit. We got, but Carson Wentz, he's, he, Carson Wentz stinks. Stop yeah. stop talking yourself into him. If you're talking yourself into Carson Wentz, stop it. He was one of the worst quarterbacks in the league last year. Fuck you. Not you, Bill. Sorry. Uh, 16, Denver. Why is Denver so high? Because of Vic Fangio's face shavings you think so I, I i don't understand that the defense is okay but they have teddy bridgewater that 
you. He doesn't Gross. scare me. He no. was so bad against the Bears last year. Gross. Ugh. Grow up, Teddy Bridgewater. Please. Uh, seven, 17 Dallas. I think that might be a little low for them. I think they should be higher. I think they're going to be better. Dak is going to be back. Ooh, hey, hey Dak is back. Ooh. Put that on a T-shirt and shove it up your ass. All right, 18, <laughs> the Washington football team. No. Uh, Fitz, Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic at quarterback. No, not sold, but whatever. Who cares? Uh, the Saints at 19. I think that's too low. I think they should be higher. Jameis. I, I love Jameis, though. Am I an idiot? No comment. Okay. Uh, and then the Titans are at 20. Mm, seems seems a little low. Not favorable. Yeah. 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 So any thoughts on any of those teams? Are we are we on the same page there? Yeah. I'd flip the tits and the chargers. I'd, pu- I'd put the tits at nine. The t- the tits. Love it. Uh, okay. We got, let's go through the rest. 21 is the Patriots. Uh, okay. Maybe. Cam Cam Newton. He's back, right? Yeah. He's still there? Yeah. yeah. Mac Jones. Is Jones going to play right away? That's not going to happen, right? I feel like of all the teams that have new quarterbacks, that's the one they're like, eh, we'll just have Mac Jones sit out for a year. Yeah, but Cam will get hurt, right? Cam is very fragile at this point. But, yeah, he's not going to. He will not start until Cam gets injured. So I did see something in that athletic article about the Patriots. Josh McDaniels has had five seasons in which he's called plays for an offense that didn't have Tom Brady at quarterback. In four of those seasons, his units have finished in the bottom half of the league in offensive efficiency. Love it. I mean, that that guy's just lived off of Brady's success, right? When he's still hanging around. To me, I read that and I was like, "Oh, Brady, Brady's the winner in all this." Yeah, yeah, I think he proved it last year, right? Uh, Coach Cuse, little known fact, knows the McDaniel's family. I think I did know that he, uh, mm. Coach Cuse, made out with his mom, right? I think in front of somebody's dad, <laughs> Ben. <laughs> Are we talking about our our mutual friend Ben, his dad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it's usually the running joke, right? Okay. Yep. Thank you for the two people that got that joke. Okay. Twenty two, Arizona. Nope. They're gonna stink. You might as well put them in the bottom five. Twenty three twenty three, the Eagles. The Eagles are gonna be awful, right? I mean I'm a 32. Jalen Hurts guy, but yeah. gross. The New York Giants right behind them at twenty four. Nope. Stop it. Just stop it. And then we got to the we got the Bears. The Bears are at twenty five. It's shocking. I expected them to be where the Colts were. When I saw the Colts, I'm like, okay, Bears are coming up next. And I had to scroll back up to think I missed them. Huh? I don't get it. I don't get it. Are you assuming that Andy Dalton's starting all year? Because then, yeah, okay, I'll buy your argument. He's not starting beyond week one if. You've been listening to the previous 45 minutes of this segment. Uh, what? Where were you expecting the Bears to land, Dan Doinks? I guess I, I have 50. So the Colts are at 15. You have them like right smack dab in the middle of the league. I'm not sure I'm ready to jump to that. The Bears have a lot of holes. I, I don't think 25 is right. Oh, so many holes. I have, I would put the Bears probably at 20, around 20-ish where the Titans are. Um, I don't know. 
but but you know what just kept cre- uh, creeping in the back of my mind is us predicting getting upset with how low Mitch was ranked in the quarterback rankings and I'm like maybe you and I are at the best at these yeah that's a fair point yeah episode one season one the debut we were riding Mitch so hard well riding the athletic hard because they were not riding Mitch um also I'm laughing at myself putting the bears at you know 15 16 because I had him at 15 and 2 in the regular season. <laughs> so, not a big following up on my previous words guy. <laughs> so, that puts him in the top five at least, right? Maybe top three. Um, yeah, no. I, I 20, 20 probably feels about right at this point without knowing if JF1's going to be awesome right out the gate, if Andy Dalton's going to waste part of our season what's going to happen so uh the rest of them 26 is the raiders 27 panthers 28 jacksonville 29 cincinnati 30 jets oh zach wilson oh yeah you're gonna make the team better no you won't you fucking suck 31 lions 32 is houston oh my god the texans oh boy deshaun is he gonna play can't right i mean even if his shit doesn't get figured out he'll probably be like on that commissioner's list or whatever it's called yeah gotta be not good yeah not good Mm-mm. if he does play where do they land they can't be much higher they're really yeah. bad last year yeah they'll probably be like six and ten right or not anymore six and eleven it's gonna take me a while to get used to the 17 game thing same same it's it's messing me up i don't well it's fine whatever it's fine <laughs> did i see that is the super bowl a week later now is that happening or i missed it if, if i don't know i, I don't know that, on that okay i don't know that to be fact but wouldn't that make sense if we're pushing the regular season or maybe no is the season starting early i don't fucking know <laughs> Larry oh, yeah. Mayer, just just call me and tell me what's going on. Make sure you get that eye black on during that conversation. Do we have anything else to talk about schedule-wise or anything? Nope. Okay. <laughs> this has been Bears' schedule prediction segment for the second straight year, maybe the third. Can't remember if we did this season one. Dan, you're a glorious man. 10 and 7 isn't enough, though, but I still love you. Thank you. Thank you and Larry Mayer. See you next segment. Hey, guys. It's season three. Have you ever wanted to follow us? Do it at Zero Doinks. Twitter at Zero Doinks. Instagram at Zero Doinks. Slip into our DMs. What, what, wild. If the hams are a slapping, don't come a slapping. If the hams are a slapping, don't come a slapping. At Zero Doinks. Follow us. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Zero Doinks! Yes, yes. Zero Doinks! Yes. Come on. Go! Zero Doinks! Push the ball. Push the ball. Hams and bread. Go! Zero Doinks! Yes.
Go kick it in. Hams and bread. Let's go. Zero Doinks, America's favorite podcast about the Chicago Bears and much, much more. We are in Hams and Bread, America's favorite gambling segment, and we are going to kick it to our guy, our whale, our shark, our sharp, our resident gambling expert, Rick Fieldsman. Take it from here, Rick. Hi, this is Rick Fieldsman. Hams and Spreads. Hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams, hands, hands, and hands and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Our buddy Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman's my dad. Hams and spreads. Featuring me, Rick Fieldsman. Oh, what is going on, doinkers? It is me, Rick Fieldsman. I am back, and I am here with the hot, hot, hottest picks. Oh, doinkers, you're going to love this. Let's go right to the picks. I may have died in Florida, but I'm here now from the grave. Here we go. Hams and spreads. Pick one. Oh, we are going to the golf the golf that's what i call it now because i'm a dead guy we are going to the at&t byron nelson 2021 open who's byron nelson i don't know i think he went to marquette and had sex with a priest we are gonna go with daniel burger oh serve me up that burger baby because i have a case of the funds give me the funds i'm wearing a diaper he is gonna be at plus 350 to make it into the top five. Oh, serve up that burger, baby. All right, there you go. Pick one. Daniel Burger, shit in my pants. Here we go. Hams and spreads. Pick. <laughs> Pick two. Oh, you know I love soccer. Soccer's the best. I might be flipping through DraftKings right now to give you the hottest, hottest pick. We're going to go MLS. What? Rick watches MLS. We're going D.C. United, Chicago Fire, this Thursday night. I love Chicago Fire. Greatest show on television. I don't have a television. I don't have thumbs. I'm a dead guy. But we're going to go with D.C. United, Chicago Fire, tie, plus 260. I don't know what the corner kicks look like, but I love corner kicks. There you go. 2-0, that's Rick. Rick's going to go 2-0. All right, here we go. Hams and spreads. Pick three. Pick of the week. Hams and spreads. Pick three. Pick of the week is brought to you by Destin, Florida, the place where I went and died. Come see Destin, Florida. Rent a pontoon boat. Go out to Crab Island and die. All right, here we go, doinkers. We're going back to our roots here. We are going with Australian rules football. 
We are going to the Collingwood Magpies against the Sydney Swans. Collingwood, oh my God, they're getting 21 and a half. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, if I didn't, if I hadn't died, I would have put so many funds on that. Case of the funds all over the place. So you're going to go, you're going to put so many funds, so many crabs from Crab Island. I'm in Crab Island. That's where I died. I'm in the bottom of the ocean. Someone come find me. Uh, maybe the ocean. Nope. Uh, Gulf of Mexico. That's it. Collingwood Magpies. Do it. Love it. Lick it. Stick it. Those are three and O picks. And as I always say, have a good one at the windows. And this has been the world's greatest and first segment within a segment hams and spreads with Rick Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman is the smartest person in the whole wide world. Rick Fieldsman can make you a lot of money. Wow. Uh, a lot of hot picks. Dan, what do you think of Rick this week? I obviously didn't listen this week, but I assume he bet on hockey. Probably, yeah. And let's be honest, his uh, opinion last week where he said bet against the Bulls, that would have lost you a lot of money <laughs> in the last seven days. Whoops. Yes. Not Whoops. great. Uh, Rick, we hope you're okay. We hope you're still alive. Sext us. Uh, Dan, did you look at, you said that you bet the Bears plus, is it plus seven week one that's yes. already out of the gate? <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Do they have any? Do they have anything beyond week one, or or no? Where where are no, we at? No. Well, okay. we we don't have anything beyond week one. Oh, so many hams burps. Uh, I do Bears wins though on DraftKings. Do you know where they're at? They're over under for wins. No, clueless. You uh, take a stab at it. Just guess. Uh, seven and a half. You nailed it. Seven yes. and a half. Uh, if you bet over seven and a half, it's even money plus one hundred. Under seven and a half is minus one twenty one. So, ah, uh, Vegas doesn't love the Bears as much as we do. Well, you know what? Vegas is where I've lost my shirt, pants, and belt multiple times. But I think they're wrong here. I think the value is humping that over. I would think, nice. right? Are they trying to tease us? They're trying to put a little a little uh, little bait on the hook and say, hey, Bears fans, we can get you some even money. Y- yeah. Joke's on you, Vegas. Fuck you. Joke's on you. Fuck you. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm probably going to stay away from that for a little while. I don't know. I like the over. I like the over, but I'm also not rationally thinking about my the team that I love. Uh, Bears to make the playoffs, yes, is plus 163. No is minus 200. I, and I'm I don't I'm not a big math guy as if you would have seen during my ACT score, um, but if they were going to finish under or seven or under wins, I would have figured no would have been more than minus two hundred. Am I saying yeah. that right? Yes. Well, I'm yeah. not sure. I'm not sure if you said it right, but <laughs> uh, but I'm but my would mind is it, where your mind is. Yeah, I would expect no to be like minus four hundred or four hundred. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> I don't articulate well, but I would expect it if the Bears are because they're not. If you have seven wins, you're not making the playoffs. So, uh, what? Huh? huh? I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, Brother Dave, 
help us out here. You're great at math and you're great at gambling. Spreadsheets. Big spreadsheets guy. Big spreadsheets guy. Dave, when are you coming out to the burbs, baby? We need to toss down some hams. It's been, I haven't seen Dave, and I'm sure you're the same, in over a year. That made me sad when I thought about this. Is that is that true in your life? Uh, the Packers, when we went to Green Bay. That's the last yeah. time I've seen Dave in the flesh. And boy, wow. did he look handsome. Oh, my God, I know. That guy. Oh, I love him. <sighs> I wish I could have his kids. Like, you know, Same. not a big understand how science works, but I don't think yeah. I have any eggs outside of Perkins' eggs. <laughs> I would be a surrogate as well. Um, I think we're on the same page here. Um, let's keep moving on the lines before we get too weird with whether we may or may not have sex with Brother Dave. Uh, so no lines for the Packers for making the playoffs or over-under wins. Nothing, scared. nothing Vegas even, is scared. Yeah, nothing for them week one either. So that's pretty interesting that Vegas is even is pretty unsure of where he'll land. That that to me tipped me over that he might not play for the Packers this year. I was pretty adamant last week that he was going to play Week One. Not so sure now. Hmm, that's interesting. You had uh, also interesting. You sent me a text last night. It was not of your nude body. It was of Rookie of the Year odds in I believe NFL, not just NFC, right? Probably. NFL. Well, I don't think there's it an was NFC NFL. rookie of the year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wh- where where did our guy JF1 land? So the um, the leader, front runner, what do I say? The favorite. There we go. Bingo. Got it. <laughs> 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 what a mystery. <laughs> Thanks, Hams, for sponsoring this show. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is the favorite at plus 300. Fields and Trey Lance are next at plus 600. Zach Wilson is plus 700. Don't waste your money. Najee Harris is plus 800. Did I say his name right? Najee? Najee Harris? I don't even know where he ended up. Do you know? No. Actually, I was just trying to... Indianapolis? No. Right? No. I have no idea. Good thing we don't host a podcast about (laughs) the NFL. Uh, (laughs) uh, And then the next one of note is Mac Jones is plus 1,000. So... Steelers, Najee Harris. Steelers, Steelers okay. Um, I'd go with Fields. I mean, I, if, if I was even not a Bears fan, I think, well, Zach Wilson, fuck that guy. He's going to start. Lawrence is definitely going to start. Those two guys are for sure. They're going to be on awful teams. Like, are we just handing the rookie of the year to guys who are on shit teams who are probably going to get hit a lot? It feels feels like the the best bet there. Yeah, that didn't work for Sam Darnold, right? It's not like he was amazing. Obviously, they flipped his ass to Carolina, which helped us get Justin Fields. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't feel biased at all toward Justin Fields. Like I, I'm not, <laughs> I am not at all. That's an absolute lie. But those are pretty decent odds for a guy that is going to start at least starting in week two, according to my analysis um and lawrence that's a boring pick why would you why would you ride that chalk yeah you wouldn't you wouldn't unless you're a loser or a buckeyes fan and you love urban meyer no it doesn't add up you'd go with justin fields that doesn't add up all right uh, i got a couple more for you comeback player of the year dak prescott's plus 175 that feels pretty likely 
Nick Bosa uh, plus five hundred, but you also have to storm the Capitol. Um, Saquon Barkley's plus six hundred. That one's oh, pretty sexy. That or is. Christian McCaffrey's also plus six hundred. Joe Burrow plus seven hundred. I don't. I guess I don't understand what comeback player of the year means. Does it mean you're injured or you're just trash? Like Carson Wentz is on here at plus a thousand. Was he hurt or just terrible? I think he was just terrible. He just yeah. So why is he on there? I don't understand Stupid. that. So, uh, but another one of note: Kyle Long is plus fifteen thousand. <laughs> Who's doing that? Who's you, you should put. You put money in DraftKings on Kyle Long, and they just sh- they just shut you down. Be like, you're a degenerate. Just fucking stop. Would Howie Long even do it? I don't think he would. would no, he? God, no. He's not an idiot. Uh, what would you go with? What would be your your go to pick there? Uh, Saquon Barkley jumped out when you were describing all these things because he that makes sense. Like last year, I bet the chalk would have been Alex Smith, right? That would have been the obvious. Eh, maybe not. That's stupid. <laughs> maybe yeah. that's like it's easy to say now that right. we know that he started like ten games, but no, Barkley makes sense. I bet he'll have an awesome year. Would it make sense to put a little money on Barkley and McCaffrey? Yeah, I think it will would. Will those two? We should yeah. think about that. Let's do it. Can All you right. parlay? <laughs> one of them's going to lose, so that would be dumb. All <laughs> right, I got one more for you. This is the last one. Uh, what Aaron Rodgers, his first snap played will be with what team? Oh. Green Bay is minus 134. Denver plus 140, Raiders plus 900, San Fran plus 900. San Fran, no. That makes no sense to me. Green Bay, too boring. I would go Raiders. I would too. Yeah. I do. I would too. That feels, yeah, I, I would as well. I could see Gruden, like, just rubbing his Johnson all over the idea of getting Rodgers. That actually, it, it would makes be, sense. It would make sense. Yeah, because you, you flip Carr. Like at least Green Bay can survive a year or two with Carr if they, you know, with because Jordan Love is going to suck. We all know this, right? We've all seen that that quick video of the him one, missing the yeah. one video, the one throw we've seen that was horrible. Exactly, not out of context at all. Not not unfair no. whatsoever. <laughs> Although it is funny though when you read articles about Jordan Love like quotes from you know Brian Gazunta and uh whatever their stupid code Malafleur. like they had a lot of qualifiers when they talk about Jordan Love they're all they're like you know love is talent love how we're going to continue to develop them there's always a but though like they're they're always like but he's not there yet sort of like they're really downplaying it as opposed to like why would they do that I guess why are they trying to set expectations of all those cheese-eating motherfuckers north of the border? What do you think? Maybe. Uh, yeah, you're right. Just makes me think he's been really bad. Like, to not sort of put him on a pedestal a little bit, you're right. They, I feel like they're not sugarcoating it as much as they could. But I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean... This Rogers stuff, if, if he was even half ready, they'd be like, fuck off, man. You're either in or you're out, but they're not doing that at all. It feels like they'll 
they'll bend as much as they can to get him back, which ooh, tells me that sort of just throws up a red flag that he's fucking terrible. But yeah, you're right. They, it doesn't seem like they're sticking their neck out to say like, we have someone waiting who's going to be the, the next guy. And I, I hope he stinks. Like my biggest fear is the same fear as all the Bears fans out there where it's like, oh, here's another guy that'll rattle off 12 years of Pro Bowl play. But I think I think they fucked up. I do. I think they fucked up. And it was and a fuck they, you to Rodgers. Yes. Like, I think it was clearly a fuck you to Rodgers. And now they're like, oops, we may have gone a little too far. Yeah, and I think they will double down on their fuck-up potentially by flipping Rodgers because he's being such a, a, a prickly bitch, as I believe you described him last episode. It's it's totally true. Yeah, he – what do you think he would get on the open market? Like, let's just say Raider. It, it's got to be AFC. They're probably not tra- trading him to the, an NFC team. What does he garner in return? They don't have to trade him, obviously, but he can say, well, I'm going on the retirement list. That doesn't do anybody any good. I, I don't know. I'd be curious to know his value, given the fact he's being such a, uh, a see you next Tuesday. Yeah, I have no idea, because is Denver giving up, like, three first-round picks for Aaron Rodgers? I don't... I don't see that. I, I wouldn't see any team feeling confident that, that was, that's the answer, because he's a bit older, and he's a prickly bitch. Like, who's to say if he goes to the Raiders and they give up three first-round picks, and then after a year he's like, yes, it isn't doing it for me. I'm going to fucking retire. Like, that's a possibility. So I don't I don't think he's helping his uh, – he's not helping the Packers out. That's for sure. Not that he cares. That's his intention. But if he really wants to get out, he's not selling himself as someone who's trustworthy for the next – five years or whatever however long he plans to play so i'm love i'm still loving every second of it i i i hate to admit this i (laughs) i find myself feeling bad for a few packer fans because it's a really weird spot to be in not all of them but there's some of them that are like nice packer fans that don't give me a ton of shit about being a bears fan that I have a neighbor. He lives across the street. I was talking with him about it yesterday. I'm like, where do you land on this stuff? He's like, I just hope they figure it out. He's like, it just, he's kind of like, it just makes me sad. Like both sides are fucking wrong and it's just sucks because there's such a good thing going here and they're sabotaging each other. And look, I don't feel bad for the Packers. I don't feel bad for Aaron Rodgers, but like, there's like a few people I actually feel kind of bad for. And then I remember that I'm a Bears fan, and I'm like, I don't fuck you. I don't feel bad for anybody. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel one ounce of pain <laughs> for for them at all. I don't. I don't. And, and maybe part of that is, you know, and my in-laws. It's not like they're over the top at all. They're actually pretty kind to me and pretty merciful as a bear. They just kind of laugh at me. So it's which is patronizing in its own. Yeah, way. it is. I don't feel right. bad for them. Right. So, no, I don't. I don't feel bad. Packers have had it really good for a really long time. It's about time that that script gets flipped right in their fucking face. So it's long overdue. It, it, it's all, it, it all adds up. Yeah. We got JF1. Yeah. 
They have a quarterback controversy because they've got a prickly bitch trying to get his way out of town, and they've got a piece of shit backing him up that they overdrafted, and they, and they traded assets to get him yep. a year early. Fantastic. I mean, this is shaping up for, I don't know, what do you think? 12 or 16 straight NFC North titles for the Bears? What do you think? Well, I'm going to be conservative and say 15 straight. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I don't know. It's it's lining up so it's lining up nicely for us Bears fans, but I think I've mentioned this before. Like we can't have this many nice things happen to us all at once. So something's got to give. Something's got to give. So I, I I don't know if we're lucky enough to get rid of Rogers just yet, but I hope so. Yeah. No. I you predicted him out of town based off of your schedule predictions i predicted him in town still but kind of half-assing it which makes no sense that doesn't make any sense if he's playing he'll be just fine i'm sure this has been hams and bread with a little bit of hams and spreads thank you rick fieldsman for chiming in from florida america's favorite gambling segment here destin florida zero doinks Rest in pussy, Rick. Boing, 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 boing. Sorry about the nearly 27-minute 20, outro. What is wrong with us? All right, let's wrap this up. This was a pretty efficient episode, I think. I don't know. The hams are slapping. Bill, let's wrap this motherfucker up. What do we got, buddy? Well, we are very excited as Bears fans with schedule release, but we're also a bit nervous. Dan, I have a question for you. How nervous are you currently in your house with the ghosts potentially messing with you what happened after the last zero doinks recording something happened right yes something happened uh my level of concern went up after our last episode there uh on the second floor of my house there's like three lights that are controlled by one light switch we think that just have not worked since we moved in we had a home inspection did not work uh, and he's like, I don't know, there's probably a wire that's cut somewhere or whatever. We had an electrician come in. He took a look at it. He's like, I could drill into the wall. He's like, I just don't think they're working. Like someone may have nicked the wires, whatever. I've changed the light bulbs just to be sure. None of them work. Like none of them turn on. So obviously I've been making a lot of jokes. You may have heard it here about ghosts uh, in the walls getting blown uh, I've made a lot of jokes uh, to <laughs> to uh, Jordan Doinks, people who come like, oh, let me see the house. I'm like, oh, it's probably haunted. Like, it's just got sort of an ongoing joke. So after we recorded this episode, when I made fun of it even more, I went upstairs to the second floor. I kid you not, Bill, those three lights were blaring. They were They were on. They were bright. The sump pump just went off and sort of wigged me out a little bit as I said that. But they were like just bright as can be. 
I was able to turn it off and turn it back on, and I was like, oh, my God, that's fucking freaky. But I was like, oh, the lights work. After that, I went. To, I turned them off. I went to bed. Haven't been able to turn them on again since. Should I be worried? I don't know about worried, but to me that um, that's that's weird. Like, sincerely. Isn't that, that is, weird? That's super weird. The fact that you had issues prior to you taunting the fuck out of the ghosts last episode and you came up and it was like there was a spotlight all over your balls and i asked i asked jordan <laughs> that would be even better it's like come into the walls get blown but it was i even asked jordan the next day i'm like did you turn on those lights she's like i didn't touch that light switch i never have so i i don't know what to say like it was weird and um it, yeah it's, i i don't know like i assume there's ghosts here as I currently said, and that, and they seem cool, like they haven't messed with us, as far as I know. I mean, maybe they're like making me eat my boogers in the middle of the night. I don't know, but oh, in general, they haven't <laughs> messed with us too much. No, that not sure about the boogers part, but it all it all adds up to me. I in my last house, uh, I think ghosts were fucking with me. It was. I had, as you know, Dan, because we are personal friends on and yes. off the air, I had I had a series of bad luck with a few deaths in my family. And and I do believe in the ghosts having like expressing themselves through energy and electricity, right? I think that's a thing. Yep. That mm-hmm. kind of what you're describing with the light thing. I had so I I had a, a treadmill in my basement, like one light close to the treadmill, and Every time, like, I would text or talk about or, like, I feel like think about what was going on, like, the light would get, like, super crazy and, like, noticeably uh, noticeably uh, big, uh, brighter, not bigger, <laughs> but brighter, and then it would shut off, like, and it was a pull switch. It would turn off, and then it would turn on again without, without uh, a switch. It made no fucking sense. Whoa. It made no sense. And then, like, within that same week, two of my uh, light bulbs blew out, completely blew out, exploded. And we had to call the um, – there was smoke coming out of our second floor in my, in my house before. And we called the ambulance – or the ambulance, called the fire department because <laughs> we didn't know what the fuck was going – they bring an ambulance, as I learned. For, for some reason, why would they bring an ambulance? I don't know. I'm sure there's rules. Somebody help me out here. Because uh, light the bulbs ho- are dying. Yeah, yeah, Bring, yeah. An ambulance. Bring an ambulance. Bring an ambulance. Uh, so that was weird as fuck. And then um, something else happened in my backyard. Yeah, we had a pool. We had like a one of those fake pools for kids. You understand. You have small children. And yes. yes. And then we had um, like those little like really light balls that would be like in a ball pit at Chuck E. Cheese. Bad example. Yes. But you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. A yeah. ball pit, like a That's ball right. you'd have in a ball pit. Yep. Exactly. We had like, there was like five balls. And um, so we we kept the pool out one night, kept all the balls in there. <laughs> there was no weird weather or anything. The next day, all five balls were lined up outside of the, po- the pool, like perfectly on the grass, <laughs> all around the same time period. Just Whoa. like fucking with us. Like it made no yeah. sense. Not like the wind could have picked them up. Like so, I so I'm with you. I feel like if you put something out there, 
these weird things can fuck with you. So I feel like, but I feel like they're nice. I feel like things are happening. I feel like you're not going to get slimed unless you want to be, Dan. I think things are going to be okay. <laughs> I think so too. Um, yeah, no, that, it freaked me out a little bit, but I just, yeah, they seem cool. That's all I could say. I mean, it's, yeah. uh, I, I don't know what else to say. That was, that was like almost solidified it for me that someone's hanging around here, but they seem cool. So let's, let's hang out. I'd love to crack a beer with them and ask them a bunch of questions. One of the questions that I would ask if, if, if I were you would be, Hey ghosts, are you a Falcons fan? Cause I think they, I think they would be like a random, a random NFL franchise fan, right? Maybe the Jags, they could be big Jags fans. Okay, so let's let's talk this through. Are you suggesting that a, so my house was built in 1892, so they've I'm going to guess that they've pre they predate the sport of football. So are you saying that at some point they were just watching like the Red Zone channel with previous owners and they're like, "You know what? I like the Falcons. I really mm-hmm. like what Jamal Adams Adams and it was that what is no Anderson, Anderson. yeah yeah ooh that ghost is like ooh that dirty bird dance really does it for me is that what you're is that what you're you're thinking yeah and it wasn't the dirty bird it was more Chris Chandler and which is why they can relate to you as a Bears fan knowing that he had a one year stint <laughs> as a Bears quarterback yeah I could see that couldn't you like I bet ghosts are fickle sports fans guaranteed. <laughs> I mean, ghosts are definitely baseball. So can we go back to the diarrhea thing? We talked about this last year. Chris Bryant had diarrhea. We made fun of it. We were yeah, talking rum- about his kid and his dog or whatever. Yeah, yeah. What does he, does he have some sort of like, is he, does he have a gluten allergy? What's going on? Does he actually, yeah. what the hell happened? Yeah, he actually uh, got diagnosed with being incredibly soft. Um so I think that's what's really a problem for him. Now he's he's actually had an awesome year, but he gets hit he gets hit with the ball like every year and then it throws him off for forever. So if if Chris Bryant's on a hot streak, all you have to do is throw it near his head or actually hit him in the shoulder and he's just gonna fucking melt into a puddle. So uh I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, he is he is a. Uh, What's that? Gluten is celiac disease. Is that when you you're not you're not cool with uh, gluten? Is that right? I don't know if that has to do with gluten. It might have just to do with like nuts and seeds, like a like you're some kind of seagull. No, that's um. Fuck! What not, is it? I don't that's know. not celiac. That's uh. Your, I don't know. your uncle. I'm not a doctor. Your, your, your yes, uncle we're yeah, on the yeah. same page. Here. Yep. Yes, we are. I don't remember what it's Fuck, called. Fuck. What is though. it? That's gonna yeah. bother me. Okay. Who cares? No, we're call, not doctors. Call Rory Doinks. Rory will know. Uh, Wolfman and whatever, whatever porn he was talking about in season two, it was fantastic. Um, Follow up question that has nothing to do with any of this stuff. Um, this isn't a question actually. It's a quick comment and then a question. I want to, before I forget, I want to thank Mark in North Carolina. Your wife 
is putting together a website for Zero Doinks for Dan and I. God bless you. We're going to be selling gear. It's going to be red hot. It is going to be awesome. We're going to be promoting a whole lot of things since now we actually, you know, three years in, realize that we have listeners. It's going to be great. So thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Here's my question now, Dan. Follow up. Nothing to do with anything. Yes. ESPN. Yep. They let go of Kenny Maine and they sign Chris Berman to a contract extension. Does this tug your heartstrings and or testicles in any direction? You you seemed fairly upset about the Berman signing. I'll admit that I'm very indifferent to it. I, I don't care. I think he is fine. He's kind of funny. He's just a character. He's just like a, a goofball who says weird shit. And and that voice, like everybody knows the voice. He's then the guy who's been around forever. So I'll just say I'm I'm very indifferent. If he was gone, wouldn't care. He's got an extension. Kind of don't care either. So I don't know if that's a non-answer for you, but I know you have feelings about it. And Kenny Maine's awesome. Kenny Maine is awesome. But I was he just doing Sports Center? I don't know what else he was doing. I I, I don't I I don't consume Sports Center and ESPN like I used to so also fairly indifferent so that's a non-answer for you but I know you got feelings give them to me yeah that's that's not really a non-answer that's an answer um yeah and and admittedly I put sports center like on in the background when I'm you know scrolling through twitter at 11:30 on a Thursday or whatever so I can't say that I'm like a huge uh, knowledgeable about who's on Sports Center or ESPN anymore, but however, Kenny Maine is awesome. He's fantastic. Chris Berman's a piece of shit. <laughs> I I hate him. I hate him. I don't think he's ever had talent. I am very annoyed that he's still employed by ESPN. I'm still bitter at ESPN for putting him. I think it was. Um, I think they may have had him as an announcer for the Masters the first year they had Masters on ESPN. And I know definitely the Brit they don't call it the British Open anymore. I think they call it the Open, right? He was definitely on the like talk about the last guy you want to have as like a golf announcer. You got this guy like like shut the fu- like you can't have that with golf. I'm just saying he has nude pictures of all the executives at ESPN. ESPN has fired like all of their talent minus Scott Van Pelt, but you better hold on to your dick, Scott, because you're next. Um, I don't know. I just – and Phil in Indiana, I, I t- you were tweeting back and forth with at Zero Doings on Twitter. You said, hey, uh, I like Chris Berman, and I think I said to you, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed in you, Phil. I'm disappointed. And right now, because Dan Doinks – does not have a strong opinion i'm disappointed in you too dan well i to me he's kind of like uh another he's like stephen a smith it's like stephen a smith knows he's playing a character so i used to really dislike that but now i sort of i, I can appreciate that he's i feels like he's in on the joke and i know berman's not not the exact same thing because berman thinks he's like 
the like hot shit. I I get I get that. I just I don't know. I guess it makes me feel like I'm not fucking 40 years old that if I hear Chris Berman and he's still around doing it that it's still teenage Dan Doinks watching Sports Center and so it's more nostalgic to me to hear his okay. voice and doing his stupid what is it 60 seconds around the league or whatever whatever the fuck you call that and so it's dumb like it's silly but it makes me it makes me feel like I'm a I'm a young pup still because he retired didn't he didn't he retire and then his wife died tragically in a oh. car accident and I think that's why he came back to work oh oh I don't I don't know any of that that's yeah I think he okay. came back because I thought he'd retired and then he came back because he was sad I don't know <laughs> May, this is gonna be really weird if I just made all that up in my mind but I think it was something <laughs> I think it was something along those lines so Okay. I, I don't love I don't love Chris Berman. He's a guy that I imagine if you met him, you'd be like, "Wow, that's the biggest asshole I've ever met." But I don't, you know, he's fine. He's fine, but I don't see him that yeah. often. Like he's not Kenny Maine f- is is a talented dude. He's funny, and he'll he'll land on like Fox Sports or something, and he'll be fine. But Berman, just I don't know. I think that's I think it's more about that. It, it's a little more like nostalgic for me to hear his stupid voice. Okay, you know what? I I respect that actually. That's good logic. I can totally buy into that logic. I don't know if he ever had a wife, much less you know she died in a fiery crash or whatever you're talking about. Uh, maybe it's like recency bias because Kenny Mayne on Sunday night had a really good interview uh, with uh, Bob Bafford who likes to feed his horses steroids and it was it was a really good interview and then like next thing i see like monday morning on twitter that he's been released relieved of his duties and it, that pissed me off so uh yeah and i agree i i feel like if you meet chris berman i cannot back this up i know he was in miami at the same time as myself and the uh previously mentioned rory doinks and others uh for the Bears versus Colts Super Bowl, and I think he was a complete cunt to some Bears fans, but I wasn't there, so I can't back that up. But I could totally see that. Couldn't you? Like, yep, totally. Oh, I'm Chris Bear. Who, who are you? Who are you to come up to me? Yeah, no doubt. No yeah. doubt. But that's stupid. That's stupid logic. So I'm not saying I'm with you and Phil on this one, but maybe maybe I should relax a little bit. I'm willing to. I'm willing to reconsider my stance. Uh, just to, I did look it up. Chris Berman's wife did die in a car accident in 2017. Okay. So it's pretty sad. So shame on me. No, just, just wanted to make sure I wasn't making that up. Cause if I hadn't completely made that up in my mind, well, I was going to go to therapy. Here's a, here's a, uh, question for you, Dan. Do you think that Chris Berman's wife's ghost lives in your house? <laughs> not sure i'm ready to go there uh no i'll say no too young of a ghost i think right they probably have to run through like an olympics of ghosts right don't they probably yeah i think so there's got to be some vetting process i have thought of this though and i don't know if this makes me a weirdo uh i've mentioned before that i live in downers grove which you could look it up on a map if you're not familiar uh but do you know who is from downers grove bill uh, uh 
Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, I didn't know that. No. He's yep, he's from Downers Grove, went to high school here. I mean, that wouldn't be a terrible ghost to have around, right? That'd be an awesome ghost to have around. Oh, I I mean, this, this has, has this legs. has yeah. this has <laughs> ghost legs, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes. I mean, he didn't I don't believe he died in this area. So I don't know how ghost travel works if you're just you just make an appearance wherever you want or yeah there's i don't know but if i just like was just laying in bed in the middle of the night and i heard oh yeah just in the middle of the night how great would that be oh yeah (laughs) it would be great snap into a slim jam (laughs) he's still doing ads for slim jim just inside of my walls and inside of you also at the same time (laughs) i can see that he's super comfortable in downers grove he feels like he can completely take advantage of this new guy in this new old house i could totally i could totally see it picture this things (laughs) things are getting maybe getting a little weird in the bedroom maybe getting on getting undressed and the minute I drop trow, just out of nowhere, just sort of the back, my back shoulder, you just hear a real loud, but in a ghostly shouting voice, oh yeah, that's a Slim Jim, clearly talking about my peen dog. I mean, I wouldn't be mad. I I would, can you high five a ghost? Mm. Not Someone Google that. Yeah, yeah. Frank, where are you? Uh, do you think if that happened, like, yeah, you're you're completely in the buff. You're in your birthday suit. <laughs> You've just dropped trow. You feel that coming over the right shoulder, so to speak. Would you? Do you think you'd immediately go to six, or do you think your midnight would rise? Um, I honestly don't know. I won't know until it happens. So. Uh, Can Macho you keep Man us posted? Ra- yeah, absolutely. I mean, I absolutely will keep you posted. Anything's possible at this point after the last episode wrapped. Anything's possible. So I'm going to go upstairs and get nude just to see what happens. Oh, yeah. I'm a ghost. Snap into a Slim Jam. That sounds great. And I know we promised our audience a very a very brief episode tonight. We are 25 minutes into the Whoops. outro. <laughs> Oopsies. Sorry, but everybody. Quite honestly, I don't think we owe an apology to anybody. Thank God podcast. You can press pause when you're on your commute to your local. I don't know. I wonder what most of our listeners like where they go. I, I want to know more about our listeners. I do. Yeah, I know Ira's waiting at a, over an hour at a gas station because they're at a gas shortage. I don't know what the fuck's happening. but uh, So, Ira, I hope you this filled some time while you're waiting to get a gallon of gas, putting it in a garbage bag, or I don't know what you guys are doing out there in uh, Myrtle Beach. I have no idea. But thanks for listening, everybody. I love you. We definitely love you here at Zero Dunks, especially you, John, the beer watcher in Wisconsin. Let us know what's happening with Rogers Intel. We'd really appreciate it. 
Thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you for putting up with all of our bullshit, especially when it comes to Dan potentially getting tapped on the shoulder mid-coitus by a ghost. Fantastic. Yeah, Yeah, and we will uh, probably post on social media any details about Rick Fieldsman's funeral when we get get when those details roll in we'll pass them along to you guys um but yeah this was fun bill thanks so much this was super fun and i my guess is in lieu of flowers send thumbs to the nearest <laughs> charity <laughs> doesn't matter what the charity is doesn't matter yeah thank you dan this was fantastic we love justin fields we love the bears see you soon probably when free agency gets a red hot again Is it going to get red hot again? I don't know. Probably not. (laughs) Not really sure. Not a big NFL calendar guy also, but we'll be back soon. We love you. Zero Doinks, thanks for listening. Go Bears. I think we might have the equivalent of a quarterback like that, and that makes me so randy. For new starting left tackle, Tevin Jenkins, Keith Van Horn. No, sorry, Jimbo Covert. I, I wrote, sorry about that. Jimbo Covert. He dressed up like a clown for them with his face paint white and red. Boing, 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 boing. <laughs>